Now, the Course in Miracles says that what happened was that we began to separate our thoughts from the mind of God. That means that we began to see the world in a different way, in a different way. So at that moment, when we began to see the world in a different way, the Course says, God in that instant placed within our minds what's called the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is always trying to, it's a force of consciousness in your own mind, which represents God's presence, and it's always this force within you which is trying to make you see how your perceptions can be brought back to perfect peace. Your perceptions will be brought back to perfect love so that you can be just like God, so that you can be happy. So the Course in Miracles says that when we first separated our minds from God, separated our minds from perfect love, now it happened in two ways. One, it happened in a sort of cosmic sense, the whole human consciousness, which in terms of time, as we know it, would be something that would have occurred millions and millions and millions of years ago. But it also occurs in our own individual lives. Because in our own individual lives, we're born to be just these perfectly loving creatures. And then we begin to be taught how to perceive differently. Right? So one way it happens in our own individual lives, and another way it happens the whole human consciousness, something we were all experiencing together, and that each of us just sort of recapitulate in our own individual lives. Okay? So the Holy Spirit comes in to try to get you back to God. But once you've made this separation from God, that separate identity, which is like a pseudo-self, you start perceiving other than the way God perceives, and you make for yourself like a pseudo-self. The pseudo-self is nothing then because it's not of God and only God really exists, but because you believe in it, it has a pseudo-life because anything you believe in is like a life form because that's all that life is, is your belief in it. So what happened was your, your ego was manufactured, the pseudo-self, meaning your thoughts, not of God's perfect love. Then God created the Holy Spirit and then the ego said, well, what am I going to do? Here I tried to separate them from God. Here God answers with his Holy Spirit to take them home. What can I do now? Make them believe in romantic love. <laughs> because if I can only get them to believe in romantic love, then they'll be focused on this one little aspect of the sonship. They'll think that salvation doesn't lie in loving everybody. They'll think that salvation lies in this perfect person, this one little piece of the whole. And if they think that, they will be, as the Course says, trying to find salvation in separation, meaning you will be trying to find your peace, your good, by separating out one aspect of the sonship from the rest. Now, you can't be happy if you do that, can you? Because you can only be happy if you love as God loves. And God doesn't love anybody special. God loves everybody infinitely. So if you're into this romantic love delusion where you think that this one person is your savior, to that extent, you will be leaving out the rest of mankind, and to that extent, you will be in hell no matter what they do, actually, if you wait long enough. All right? Now, but then you knew all that before you heard this. Now, now, this is what the Course says. The Course says that when you first separated, the way it worked is that when you first separated yourself from God, on an unconscious level, you know if you've ever read the Greek myth about... Um, Oedipus, that Oedipus killing his father, okay? Oedipus killing his father and going to bed with his mother. This is very heavy imagery, psychological psychologically speaking, and in terms of the archetype that it represents. Because when you cut off your conscious contact with God, it is as though you killed your father. You didn't really. You can't kill God. But if you turn your face from him, you see that he's gone, and you think you must have killed him. 
Now, all this is going on on a real unconscious level. And in terms of the whole species, like I said, it's this whole, this whole you know, cosmic drama unfolding. But you can look at your own life and see it, too. Remember when you were a little kid and you talked to plants or you talked to trees or you had the idea that there were, that there were you know, imaginary friends around you? You had a sense of the mystical when you were a child. We all have a sense of the mystical when we are little children. And then we're taught other kinds of perceptions, and it is as though we lose it. Now, really, nothing went away. It's just that we were no longer focused on those things, and it is as though a blockage came between ourselves and God. Now, what happens, the Course says, is that when you separate yourself from God on an unconscious level, you feel like you have killed God, and it makes you feel very, very guilty. And that's why you have no self-esteem. We have no self-esteem, such low self-esteem, because if you feel on an unconscious level, like you cut, cut off your contact with God, you feel that you have this huge gap inside of yourself. Because the truth is you cut yourself off from your actual identity. You think that you cut yourself off from your actual identity. I remember when I first read in the Course in Miracles, the ego doesn't tell you that you did something wrong. The ego just tells you that you are wrong. And I said, yes. That is it. I remember I used to actually go through my mind wondering what I had done as a child that I had blocked from my memory that I would feel so bad, that I would feel so guilty. You know what I'm saying? It was just everything made me feel guilty. Everything, I knew that I wasn't good enough. I knew everybody else was good enough, but I wasn't. That's the kind of thing that the ego constantly cultivates. Now, the world then tells you, well, if you get this education or you get this whatever, then you'll be good enough. But that works two ways. One thing is that even if you get those things that the world tells you to get, in order to have self-esteem. That ultimately won't work because it's on a different level of your gut that you feel like you're nothing. So then you'll be feeling like, I got the education, I got the job, but if they only knew me, they'd see that I'm not good enough. Or the other way that works, and what I think is probably even more prevalent, is that when you think you're not good enough, you find yourself blocked, paralyzed when you go out to try to get those things because you, and you constantly sabotage yourself because this voice is saying to you, you're not good enough, what are you trying to do that for? You'll never be able to do that. You'll never be able to have that job. You'll never be able to get that money. You'll never have that education. What are you doing? You're not good enough, remember? So you're thinking that all the time, that you're not good enough. And all of that negative, all of that negative emotion, all those negative thoughts about you're not being good enough or what the Course in Miracles calls your guilt, it's your own, you don't even realize consciously sometimes that it is your guilt. But it is because on an unconscious level, you feel guilty because you think you've, you've separated yourself from God. You think you've killed God. That's what makes us such angry people. On one hand, we're sitting here feeling no self-esteem in us. On the other hand, the way the ego works, the Course says, is that there's this thing called projection. And that's the ego says, I know you feel rotten about yourself, and it's really difficult to tolerate. It's really difficult for you to tolerate feeling so rotten about yourself. So I will compensate. That's what the unconscious does. I will compensate to help you not feel so rotten. We'll project it onto other people. You're not rotten. They are. <laughs> so then you start getting really angry. So not only do you feel like you're nothing, but you're angry at other people. You're angry at other people, but the problem with that is that whatever you think about other people, you think about yourself. So you had low self-esteem anyway. Then you go around being angry at other people because you can't handle the guilt, which is in fact your, your low self-esteem because it's your sense you're not of God. You project it onto other people thinking they're guilty. So then you have got a double whammy against yourself. You, you will think you're guilty on top of thinking that you're nothing. So you think you're a worm and you're guilty and you don't even remember what you did. <laughs> right. So then what happens, and it happens to all of us, but we don't usually see the intimate connection is, if only I was in love, I wouldn't feel this way. <laughs> right? 
So what happens, the ego says, so the ego says, you see, if you had this one special love, because the thing is, you feel like you're incomplete inside. You feel there's a lack inside of you, and you've got to make up for it. You just feel you have to relate. You have to make contact with the universe. You feel like you're over here, and it's true, you do. So the actual um, bottom impulse is absolutely valid. It's that I'm stuck alone over here. I've got to be part of the universe, or I will die. You're right. You're right, but the delusion is we have this idea that this one relationship would do it. This one person would do it. But since that's not loving as God loves, really that's not the issue because the issue was of your misery was not that you were separated from one person. The issue of your misery, what caused your misery, was that you were separated from God, not from any one person. So the only way you can complete that sense of lack, the only way you can get back to feeling peaceful, is not by making contact with one particular person. It's by making your contact with God. Healing your separation with God. Now, where does God exist? In everybody. So the only way to find your healing is to then repair your relationship with God, which means, means your relationship with everyone that you meet. The Course says your relationship is with the universe. When you don't do that, and you're instead coming from this idea that I have this lack, but I can fix it by having this one relationship with this one person, what actually happens is that you think you love this person, but what's really going on psychologically is the only reason you're in this relationship is because of how guilty you feel, remember? Because you feel this lack inside, so that person becomes the symbol of your guilt to you. So really, the truth of the matter is, even though you're in this loving relationship, it will be based on guilt. It will be based on the projection. That's why you love them at first, and then they just seem so inadequate so soon. <laughs> Right? Because you're coming from a place you wouldn't be so in love sometimes if you basically didn't feel so inadequate. Because really what's happening is that you're trying to compensate for the fact you feel so inadequate. And so then that stuff will sort of begin to come up for you and you will have to project it onto somebody else. Now, this is why, so, and the interesting thing.